Welcome to A Social Disease, a podcast for recapping and relating to Degrassi Junior High. I'm your host, Jesse Mack. And I'm Carly Jo Gear, also a host. This show is not for kids, as we have frank discussions about sex, drugs, and violence. Listener discretion advised. All right, welcome back, everyone. Hey. Hello. So today we have a special guest, Anna Paratori. It's me, Anna Pepperoni. (laughs) (laughs) All right, one night only. Here she is, (laughs) live from the Pizza Hut. Woohoo! You had Betty Spaghetti. Have you heard about Betty? (laughs) Anna Pepperoni. All right. Well, so we've we've asked Anna, I think, some of the other questions, but now that we're we've got a different cast. Of these characters, who do you think you would have been friends with in high school? Did you get a, a good vibe for anybody? Uh, I mean, I would want to get with Joey Jeremiah, so I'd probably be wow. by his side. <laughs> wow. That was unexpected. I did not see that coming. Um, okay. Really? Have, I feel have like- you seen all of it? Or Degrassi Junior High? No, only like bits and pieces. It. Uh, I don't want to say it's uh, pretty slow paced, but... Uh... <laughs> But it is. <laughs> but it is. I mean, it's not quite as flashy as today's Degrassi, but, uh, well, no, there is no today's Degrassi. It's it's R.I.P. Um, <laughs> I guess, like, if this was the only episode I'd ever seen of Joey, I'd be like, yeah, he's just goofy and having fun, but, like, he's a huge dick. <laughs> yeah, he's a real fucking prick. Like, <laughs> But he grows up to be a terrific dad. He sure does. Mm. That's true. But he's also bald. Are you into bald men, Anna? I don't know. Corey Stoll. I don't know who that is. He was like on House of Cards. I never really watched that either, but oh, okay. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what are the other questions, Jesse? What was I mean, that was the only that... new question yeah. because uh, yeah. we changed it from who you would have had a crush on and you just told us who you'd have a crush on. So done and done. <laughs> done and Mr. Done. Radage, done. Oh yeah. man. <laughs> it is fun to watch him like be younger. I guess. <laughs> Who, Mr. Radich? I mean, he's the same character, yeah. but yes, younger. Oh, and I probably would hang out with Spike, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think we all would. Yeah, Spike's so probably... Well, I don't Earth. know. We don't even really know her yet. We just know her cool hair for the most part. Oh, and I guess I could introduce Anna more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anna is my um, BFF since we were kids. Ooh, besties. Yeah. I I asked her to be a part of this episode because um, <laughs> the relationship, well, first of all, I hadn't watched it and Jesse was like, they're shoplifting. And I was like, oh, I know a shoplifter and it's Anna. <laughs> um, Sticky but- fingers, pepperoni herself. That's right. <laughs> and then as I watched the episode, I was like, wow, Lucy and Vula are 100% me and Anna because- I mean, I'd hope we have a lot more fun than them, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know, I- though. You, you dressed- you didn't dress like Vula, that's for sure. No, no, I, dr- <laughs> I still dress like a hoe. Oh, oh, I dress sophisticated, we'll put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole like, if if this was a scenario with Anna and I, she just wouldn't have stolen in front of me because she knows <laughs> that I would not be cool. <laughs> yeah, Carly would blow my cover. She'd be a mm. real whistleblower. Yeah, I have... I have no ability to chill. No chill at all. You would be the one on the escalator like, what the fuck? What the fuck? 
<laughs> yeah. I'm also sure I probably did steal around you, but like I was You did. Probably- no, you 100% did cuz we go to Walmart and I'd be like, "Oh, it's a cute bracelet," but like, eh, "I don't really want to get it." And then we leave Walmart and you'd be like, "Hey, I got you that bracelet." <laughs> I'd be like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> but like I wouldn't have known that you did it. Like I didn't see you do it, but like we come out and you'd be like, "I got you this." And I'd be like, "What?" No. I I got so brazen back in the day especially with uh, like Target and Walmart just cause I yeah. you know fuck the man so I oh, mean yeah. that was my justification but really it was right. just cause I like got a cheap thrill and had no money I mean that's fine fuck the man still <laughs> you were like the queen of of being like man I really want to get some Ferrero Rocher and then you'd get one of those like 12 packs and you'd be like well I'm gonna get it anyway so I'm just gonna eat one now and then you'd eat one and you'd be like I guess I only really wanted one that is true yeah uh, oh, I was God. a bandit <laughs> yeah, I feel like you did that all the time um I also, when I stole things, I had a keyword. Did you Did you know, Carr? No, I didn't. So, like, but I would usually steal with, like, Abby Klingle, our friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and Abby actually did once get caught and was banned from Walmart. Oh, oh. no. Well. So that was a rough <laughs> year for her. Um, <laughs> even though I'm sure that no one would have recognized her. Um, no. They're like, <laughs> Red alert, Abby Klingles here in the vicinity. Yeah. Um, Get on the ground. They all pull guns. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, oh, man, there some... was like nothing else to do in, in that town either than go to Walmart late at night. So like that sucks. So yeah, you got to add an element of like danger. So that's. <laughs> um, But when I would steal things, I would always leave and say, thank you, Walmart. So everyone <laughs> in the group would know. It'd be like, what'd you get, Anna? One time, oh my God. I actually put on a blazer and walked out with it. Nice. <laughs> Just, oh, my God. Wow. So I remember, I don't know if you were there, Carly. This was definitely at the, um, what was it, Merrimack or Amherst? Walmart. Amherst. It was in, yeah. It was in Amherst? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, like, we were fucking around as we usually did, and I grabbed, like, some fairy wand or something, and we're playing with it, and I, like, put it in my back pocket. Oh, my God. And I, like, walked out, and it had a tat, it, like, had a security beep went off with it. A fucking $3 fairy wand, right? I didn't really, like, remember that I had put it in my pocket. And they're like, what... You know, check in everything. My bag's like, no, everything here's on the receipt. I, I guess you're fine. Something just mu- must not have gotten, you know, yeah, deactivated. You're like, your joke's way. on you. <laughs> I get out into the parking lot and I go to sit down and I'm like in the car or whatever. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I got a fairy wand in my back pocket. And they probably were just like, well, that, she clearly came in with that. That was her fairy wand. So <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I, I wish I still had it. I think that was a good memory. <laughs> so that was it, Jesse? That was the extent? Oh, no. Thief, I've, I've shoplifted. Yeah, 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 yeah. I figured we would talk more about shoplifting as we went. but Yeah, uh, we can get more. But oh, yeah, let's get, get into, get into it. it. Yeah, specifically when it comes to Amherst Walmart, the fairy wand was my big accidental shoplifting experience i mean if if walmart has taught us anything it's that the whole thing that they say in the middle of this episode of being like don't you know how it works you steal things and then everything costs more money for other people and it's like (laughs) "Mm, 
Walmart's still pretty cheap, and I'm pretty sure that. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say like I was like that logic's not real. I was yeah, like, yeah it's called yeah. shrinkage. I'm like I think they prepare for that. <laughs> All right, so I, so should we get into it instead of get ahead of ourselves or? All right. Well, so today we're talking about season one, episode nine. What a night. Oh, what a night. I know. That's, I just want to sing, oh, what a night. But uh, Had that song just, come out yet, I wonder? I'm pretty sure it had. Okay. We open with Lucy perusing through a department store and ominously standing near a shoplifter's will be persecuted sign Ooh. as she shoves a purple scarf into her bag and walks out the store. <laughs> persecuted? Oh, is it? What did I say? Did I say persecuted? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's what it said. It said persecuted? Hmm. Not prosecuted? You know what? It probably said prosecuted, <laughs> but I wrote persecuted, so. Well, she will be persecuted by that store. She will be today. persecuted by Vula. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, prosecuted. Okay. Fuck me. Um. <laughs> so I wonder if they ever found little Ryan, little lost Ryan. Who? There is a whole announcement over the speaker saying oh, that they lost a little boy named Ryan. That's and I'm so right. curious. Dude, I found like the speaker so like the or maybe the sound quality is like real great on YouTube. But I was like I was like, why is this intercom so loud? I can hardly hear the popular girls talk about popular <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. When I watched it around the first time, I did notice that. I was like, Oh my god, that was me as a kid. I would always like wander off on my mom and then I wouldn't <laughs> be able to find her and I'd be like, I'll go have her paged and I would yeah. walk to the front and they'd be like, What's her name? I'd be like, Penny Gear. And they'd be like, okay. Well, they he didn't have them paged. He, just, he was just missing. Like, he was probably abducted. Like, this is... Oh. He's probably dead, honestly. <laughs> oh, shit. That's right. He was missing. And he answered to Ryan. Oh, my yeah. God. He's dead. He's dead. He's 100% Weird. dead. I really wish later in the episode there were, like, missing posters around the school. <laughs> or maybe Ryan, Ryan could have been found. <laughs> like... <laughs> no, he's definitely dead. I'm sorry. Or if they were like, do you know how stealing works? Every article of clothing you steal, a child goes missing. <laughs> Name Ryan. But also, mm -hmm. like, none of the characters even commented on it. So it was totally... No. No. They just threw poor little Ryan in there. Yeah, I know. It's foreshadowing. It is, yes. <laughs> uh, we're in DJ Radich's class where, 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 as he's going over spelling words. The bell rings and Stephanie is ready to piece the fuck out. But Radich needs to be in control. He tells the class to wait. Wait? Yeah. Wait? <laughs> wait? <laughs> and lets them know that the spelling test will be worth 10% of their final grade. Okay, one of the words that stood out to me was quiche. Yeah, quiche. <laughs> and I was like, I don't actually know how to spell quiche. And oh, like, Q-U-I-C-H-E. Yeah. Quiche. Wow, Carly's a show off. I like quiche. He said quiche, and then I was like writing my notes. Imagine if spelling the word quiche was worth 10% of your grade, as I'm like, how the fuck do you spell quiche? Yeah, you literally <laughs> wrote kinish. Yeah. You like put a whole different pastry on there. I think, I think I only know how to spell quiche because I've looked up recipes for quiche several times <laughs> on the internet, so that's probably why I know how to spell it. I'm pretty sure I wrote K-E-E-S-H, and I was like, that's not right. <laughs> That's Oof. Not right. Oof. Um, yeah, I, I would totally fail if it was dependent on spelling quiche right. Granted, I've spelled it like three times in this yeah. outline, so I think now I might. Now remember. you're good. Yeah. Well, so I just want to know like, if I feel like every class, 
Radich is like, and this is worth fifteen <laughs> yeah. percent of your grade. And yes. it's like w- every assignment can't be like that much. I yeah. don't understand. Maybe he's a real numbers guy, as the English I mean, teacher that he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it's just like it's a spelling test, right? Uh, based off a chapter of a book they're reading. Yeah. Why is this so dramatic? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think I, I I do think maybe Radich has an issue with percentages. Like he, yeah. he's just yeah. like they've he's racked up like teacher. a thousand percent over the course of the- that's what I'm saying. I'm like their classes are uh, must be worth a thousand percent because there's no way. Okay, anyways, Vula is eyeing Lucy's new purple scarf, oh. and when she compliments her on it, Lucy implies that she's had it for ages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this whole thing. Uh, before she can make it out of class, Radich the fascist asks mm-hmm. Lucy to stay behind. Well, he's, listen, he's not a fascist. He's a polyamorous pansexual DJ who is simply <laughs> overcompensating in class. Okay, when you put it that way, he sounds like every guy on Tinder. <laughs> like, honestly. Actually, he might be a fascist. I could see he's that overlap. ethically non-monogamous <laughs> and a fascist. That's what, well, he says ethically non-monogamous, but... <laughs> he's he his uh partner doesn't agree <laughs> uh yeah right right so he's just casually cheating yeah it's fine <laughs> he's probably a fascist never mind mm-hmm. <laughs> out in the hallway stephanie k is convincing the twins heather and erica that they should watch a soap opera during steady hall the twins are apprehensive but stephanie k is the class president and she'll have minions on the lookout so they don't get caught <laughs> because Come on, guys. Don't you want to see Damon King? <laughs> Obvi, that dreamboat. Oh, yeah. What was his book called? Like Heartthrob or something? King of Hearts. King of Hearts. The yeah. King of Hearts. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. Um, I just, what I, my question is, this is 1989, and you're telling me that there was a television set in their public school just that there. had cable? Yeah true like i don't i mean i I don't know like i feel like soap opera club was definitely a thing people were obsessed with soaps back in the 80s really oh i mean yeah my my mom definitely recorded them and watched them weren't soaps on like basic yeah you're probably right like like abc and shit yeah you could definitely get it um yeah like and i I just think soap mania at the time Mm -hmm. in the 80s was so i'm sure there was a soap club yeah (laughs) it's just I guess that's what we were watching. I don't know. Because I was like, why are they just watching this? What was it called? Like Days of Passion. Days of Passion. Oh, man. Oh, it was good. (laughs) All right. So we're in the steady hall now where some 20 odd kids are watching Days of Passion. I'm so jealous. Like, because I used to have to stay home from school if I wanted to watch Maury. And they just get to watch Days of Passion at school. They figured it out. I wish I had a class president as cool as Steph because, like, I would have loved to be able to just watch Maury during study hall. Yeah. Yeah. Our class president for my grade would not have been down for that. (laughs) I mean, I think there was, like, an anime club that no one attended. So, (laughs) yeah, but, like, were y'all 
Okay, I'm I'm asking as if you were in it. You weren't in it. No, in I it? actually wasn't in Anime Club. I just you know I I had too many clubs <laughs> at the time. Anna, you could have mm. been the queen of Anime yeah, Club. Ooh, like they I'm would like, have, <laughs> they would have had you on a pedestal. I mean, my yeah, but God. it's like it's like a big bo <laughs> fest is really what Anime Club <laughs> is all about. Because there was a moment where. Uh, I think like maybe the gamers had their own club and they probably occasionally they overtook the little theater mm. and oh. they would play dance dance revolution. They so did. I, yeah. So I think those are the same kids that were an anime club. I just. Oh my God. I just really want a uh, convention called B.O. Fest. Well, yeah, that's every comic convention. <laughs> it's called the New York Comic God. <laughs> Oh my Act god! Should definitely be there. Oh, like they man. should the definitely one... have a pop up there. That would be smart. <laughs> Who should? Oh, Axe. Oh my god. No. Yeah. Probably Bod would be better. Bod. Body nice spray. Bod. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I think the, the one thing that I am sad about the fact that I live on a second floor now is that um, had we lived on a first floor, uh, Eric was considering getting like Dance Dance Revolution. Mm. Like, yeah, but he's like, we can't do that with neighbors below us. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty rude to just be fucking. Just invite him up. (laughs) Yeah, right. You guys want to play some DDR? (laughs) Let's go stomp around. Be like, when are you at work? Okay, I'll be playing Dance Dance Revolution. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now we're going to, yeah, just. I bet there's a way that you guys could figure it out in your backyard, though. Yeah, Mm. probably. Well, he, but he wanted to get like the ones they had in a like arcade. Oh well, that yeah. would take up a lot of space, and like it you'd would probably hate yeah. that at the end. It of the would. Day. Had we gotten the right apartment, I think he would have gotten it, but we didn't get the apartment that that would have worked in. So, mm-hmm. would you only get one, or would you get two, so you guys could play together? That takes up a lot of space. I think they come in twos. Like, I think if you're gonna, I don't know. He's told me all about the ins and outs of the DDR and how like <laughs> it's actually illegal to buy them because they don't make them, and blah blah blah. You have to get them like from a black market. I don't know. What? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, something about All they right. don't. I feel like Eric was in anime club and now he's trying to make it edgy. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Oh, no. No, he was in robotics. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, second string to anime club. <laughs> okay, this isn't about that, okay? Anyways, Damon King enters the scene with an attractive by 80 standards woman. Ugh. And tells her that they have a lot in common. Oh my god, I am so glad that I wasn't dating in the 80s. This oh wasn't god. what was considered hot because holy shit. I know, <laughs> I know. Because I'm like, I'm sure she's a pretty lady if she uh, straightened her hair. and. But he's a gargoyle. Like, oh, he's yeah, disgusting. Yeah. He's not good looking. No. Like, I was like... I feel like Canada at the time, did they not have many working actors that they could have used? Like, it just felt like even the, like, under five were, like, on. everybody felt very insecure mm. in, in their deliveries. I was like... Yeah, probably. I mean, I feel like it's mostly been America that's been like, we need to have attractive people. Other countries are like, no, nah, we can just have regular folks. It's fine. Yeah. But on a soap opera? Yeah, I don't know. They're supposed to be a heartthrob. Yeah. Well, anyways, okay, Steph and the twins are basically sliding off their seats watching the show <laughs> as Joey and Wheels pretend to be in love behind them, making fun of the show. 
Joey B. Jeremiah. The B stands for brosexual. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're all over each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, the girls squeal at the kissing as Joey and Wheels do the same. <laughs> Ugh, shut up, Joey. Is this the part, Anna, where you were like, yeah, I'm into Joey. He's so. Oh, yeah. I'd be, I'd be like, so into. I'd be like, yeah, this show is like that. Let, let me like wear your fedora and like walk uh. around the room. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, no, it's my hat now. Okay. Oh, my God. You would. Yeah. I would be doing that. Oh, my goodness. And then fucking like wheels would be weird and be like, uh, I like Anna though. And I'd be like, this sucks. <laughs> Yeah, it would be no, the opposite can... of the Stephanie K story because it was she liked wheels and Joey liked her. And, mm-hmm. you know. Who would like wheels? <laughs> I mean, because Joey was a goofball. Wheels was more serious. Mm. Joey's honestly a douchebag. You gotta go back and watch the the episodes before because he sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like I feel nice. like any guy that I had a crush on that was fifteen was a douchebag. Probably, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I mean, theater boys, like, they thought they were, like, king of the world. Yeah, I think Joey definitely would have been a theater boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he just loves attention. Lucy finally joins the crew and, and sit next sits next to Vula and tells her, Raditz just wanted to tell her the usual, bring up your marks or you'll jeopardize your year. But Lucy ain't worried. She doesn't need spelling if she's going to be a dancer. I want to dance. So you're not going to go to law school? What do you want to do then? I want to dance. <laughs> I want to da- dance. I just, I really want to see her dance. I know. I want to see know. her moves. Like I'm expecting some like AC Slater kind of moves. Like she better be good. Yeah, because I don't actually know if we ever see her dance. Like I don't <sighs> think dancing, I don't think the whole dancing angle lasts very long. Yeah, it's literally like, I want to dance and I'm going to dance class and it never comes up again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty positive. Another reason I guess I am also Lucy is because I am dyslexic and I'm very bad at spelling. And usually they would sit me next to a very smart girl in the class because (laughs) the teacher was tired of answering my questions. So usually they'd be like, go sit next to Laura, the brightest in the class. And I was like, okay. And like the smart girl would be kind of annoyed because she's like, I see that you've just unloaded this, you know, kid with disabilities on me. And now I I had to like, she's like, if you could just help her out, you know, yeah. And you guys will sit together. Okay. So if you have questions, you ask her. And I was like, like, public school, you're so fucking lazy. You did end up with a lot of like you you your like friend group in high school was like it was half really really smart kids because of reasons like that and then half degenerates because of <laughs> being in the classes that you were in yeah and the and the stealing you know and the stealing yeah yeah <laughs> that's true I mean I was always like very uh, I think average student but like I did all my homework. However, I was also friends with all the smart people. So like I would we'd be doing like group projects and like all the smart kids would be like, you know, control freaks. And they're like, I, I, I just like to do this whole thing. And I'm like, OK, Go and they're like, can it. you present it? And I'd be like, yeah, I can present it. I'll present the That's fuck perfect. out of it. Oh, yeah. yeah I, no, I, I got to make the that. poster. Lady, your strengths. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't want to do the poster because my posters always ended up with like 
I'd, I'd like tape things on and there'd always be a hair under the tape. Like yes. always, <laughs> always, always, always. So between that and then like the dirty thumbprint from yes. like the glue stick. Yeah, I never made a good fucking poster to save my oh life. Oh my God. I hated making posters because like I always like I, I had to really seriously plan it out. Otherwise, I'd wind up running out of space to like spell something. Oh, it. yeah. And then you squish all the <laughs> yeah. letters in at the or you like it has to like slope yeah. slope down. Literally, yeah. bubble letters are the dumbest thing you can do on a poster. Oh, I mean, that yeah. is just like oh, rookie, yeah. rookie level poster making as a, a very good poster maker. Um, <laughs> I knew what to do. And this is the thing, though, is that like, you know, the projects do the next day and you're like, I don't have time to do this in pencil. I'm starting out with fucking Sharpie. Yeah. And then you've got <laughs> nowhere to go. And it, or it ends up with like a you're like, oh, fuck, I got to finish this word. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to do a hyphen. I'm going <laughs> to have to do a hyphen and it's going to look really stupid. But I've committed to the Sharpie. So here's where I'm at now. So I mean, I eventually like found a good word around which is just print out what you got to write on there like mm. you, you print it even if maybe you print out like the outline and then you color it in wow like at, like i would i mean i at that point got all my math together like all right i know it's this wide so every letter has to be this wide and it'll fit oh, yeah. and i'd print it Tools. out that was that helped a lot so wow <laughs> damn that's what i do at protests <laughs> no bubble letters <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd like to imagine protest signs. <laughs> That's like it's like stop police police brutality, but it's in like those old school word like it's like wavy and like in blue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those old school word things where yeah. you're like, I want to pick the ribbon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like the S is font. the crazy S with the, that you oh, make out of, Superman the, S. out of the Superman S. Superman. Yes. Oh my god, you guys. We're really we're we're missing out. We need to get on the protest scene. Well, no, one of the craziest things that happened to me as a very I I believed I had some skill in my my poster making. Mm-hmm. And I remember this one teacher did not like me. She was the English teacher when I was a freshman. And Which one was it? Mrs. Newton. Mm. Okay. Um, she sounds like she, a bitch. She was, man. She <laughs> and she hated me. And um we had to make a an ad for something like it was like a satire i don't really know what the fucking assignment really was <laughs> so i made like a dandruff ad for like goth kids and i like wrote it's tough being a goth when you got white dots but <laughs> very good right but mm-hmm. i think i spelled dandruff wrong oh um, no um but it still was written so pretty that i was like eh. i didn't oh i didn't notice because i didn't know i was spelling it wrong but then she gave me a fucking B minus on it. And I saw everybody else's posters and I was like, I'm sorry. Like this could be in a magazine. And, <laughs> and, and then it was even crazier. Cause then I learned she used mine as the, ex- as the example. Oh no. I was like this bitch, she's out to get me and she's using it as the best one. Wait, she, I, I thought you were saying like she uses as, as an example of like check your spelling. No, no. She <laughs> still took off points and, and she like and other kids that had shitty fucking things got A's. Oh my God. And I was like, give me a B not minus. And then, and then I'm the poster that you're showing to all the other classes about how to do it. Mm. Well, Anna, it wasn't an art assignment. Okay. Yeah, but mine was clever. Problem. No one was even clever like mine. <laughs> Did it have the rhyme? We went to school in the early 2000s, okay? They didn't they weren't grading for clever, okay? 
<laughs> not like not like today's kids. I think today's kids get a, get a bit more grace for creativity. Yeah. But not in our day. <laughs> All right. Uh, Vula the mother tells Lucy that she could help her study the spelling words because who wants to repeat eighth grade? (laughs) Stephanie informs the twins that she is going to meet Damon King. He's going to be doing a book signing and she plans to go and invites the twins along. Oh, so yeah, they're going to a book signing. Yeah. What the fuck could he write about? What does he have to say? Probably his life. He's probably got a ghostwriter. I mean... Truly, that's probably but it. But even then, like, all the women I've kissed on the cheek at book signings. <sighs> I mean, it's probably, it he's probably just writing about <laughs> being, like, in a soap opera because he was going to show yeah. her, like, this the studio, right? So he's just mm. probably like, this is my life as a soap star. Just 14-year-olds throwing themselves at me. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. Lucy and Vula are studying spelling at Lucy's house. Lucy is not jazzed about the spelling, but Vula insists that they have to keep studying. Lucy's phone rings, and it's her mom. She informs Lucy that she won't be home until late because of a meeting. Her dad is also working late. This clearly triggers Lucy, and she is completely overstudying. Time to do a makeover on Vula. Okay, can I just point out before she goes to the phone, she says, I can flunk if I want to. Oh, I totally missed that. It's her right as a Canadian to flunk <laughs> if she wants to. It's in the Constitution. Mm-hmm. It's my party and I'll flunk if I want to. <laughs> but also, I feel like like she she develops this very childish demeanor whenever she gets on the phone with her mom. Like, she has this, like, you know, savvy little attitude, and then she gets on her phone, she's like, Okay, mom. Um, yeah. Um, I'll just get pizza. Yeah. Like, I mean, she like totally changes. Her parents probably don't know how old she is. To be quite honest, they're literally <laughs> never there. So, who? What are her parents do? Was that ever? I don't know if it's ever actually they're said. Just meetings. They're just meetings. People. They're. There's. I know. I'm like. What are these meetings right? that meet? Because until, like, her house kind of indicated. It felt like she was from money. That's she why is. I think it's. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she just she just likes the thrill. She's like Renona Ryder. Got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's wealthy. I don't know if they're lawyers or yeah. something or what, but yeah, they're they're definitely wealthy. Um, but we don't I to mine we haven't as of yet. No we don't know what they do, but I mean you know the one's a doctor. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you know they're wealthy because they're in meetings. Like only wealthy people have meetings all day, so mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. true. They're not saying my meetings. shift is not over yet, honey. Right. <laughs> they're, they're not like, yeah, fucking Sue's kids are sick. She called out. I got to cover. I'll be here all night. Like, right. it's like, no, I'm in a meeting. You know how this goes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I, I especially just... enjoyed when she then is super lonely and her friend is like, I got to go because dinner and stuff. And then she's like, no, stay. And she's like, I can't. My dad and I are so well adjusted that we have dinner every night. <laughs> oh, they're not. But they're not. They're not. But it's okay. <laughs> you didn't get that. We'll we'll explain more as that comes up. <laughs> Outside some, in my opinion, very nostalgic looking pizza places mm. uh, and other stores where Steph and the twins are role playing what <laughs> it will be like to meet Damon King. Ugh. Erica, playing Damon, says, I know you're only 14, but Ugh. age is just a number and doesn't matter when two yeah. people are in love. Uh, 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 these bitches uh, are shipping uh, an eighth grader with a 
30-year-old man. He looked older than 30 to me. I mean, I'm just saying at least 30. If this was like on a Twitter role-playing community, there would be like all sorts of discourse over how inappropriate it is. Mm, I mean, mean, even at the time, I feel like. (laughs) I mean, it's terrible. Yeah. Period. But I'm just saying like nowadays, no. No. You you can't. Right. (laughs) But like the funny thing about this whole situation is that like, it almost makes it seem like, you know, the statutory rape is okay if she was 16. Yeah. But 14? Oh, no, yeah. I don't cross that line. That's too much. That's too young. I'm like, okay. Well, it's, I was like, I'm sorry. Is it like the 1930s where this guy is from? He's like, and she's over sweet 16. I know. <laughs> it was so Maybe, gross. maybe in Canada? Is that. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's legal in plenty of places to yeah. be 16, but it's, it, I mean, we'll get to it when it comes up when they talk Anyways, about it. Anyways, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just like, uh, I feel like um, even when I was younger, like people weren't as like intense about a teenager and like no. a younger adult. Definitely not. Quote unquote dating as they are today when they're like, hey, that's actually really fucked up and this has been happening for a long time, like, and it shouldn't be kind of situation. Right. But, like, Heather's actually over here, like, actually, yeah, this is fucked up. Don't do mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that there's, like, the one girl who's like, I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I'd, I I know this is stupid and doesn't have to do with anything, but, like, just the way that pizza place looked, I was like, man... <laughs> I've been there, and their pizza's really good. You know what I mean? Like, it just looked, I was like, that's the the look of those stores that they were in front of. I was just like, yeah. man, that's how shit used to look. And You're I like, miss Give it. me that za, man. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. damn. that. Give me the pizza. Yeah. Anyways, it made me feel <laughs> No, nostalgic. I mean, actually, like, I don't think I've, I, I don't know if pizza just sucks or if I'm just old no pizza does not but like when i but like when i was a kid pizza tasted so much better Hmm. like it still tastes good but when i was a kid tasted better well because you you hadn't been exposed to much of it well i'm gonna put it this way jesse you weren't paying for it when you were a kid Hmm. no that's irrelevant (laughs) i'm just saying food i don't pay for it tastes better to me yeah i don't know i just like i've never been able to recapture the pizza of my youth is all i'm saying (laughs) God. Wow, <laughs> I was, that sounds so sad. This makes me feel sad for you. Okay, anyways. I'm gonna write a book, Pizza of My Youth. Yeah, <laughs> get Damon Best King color. to be your ghostwriter. Pizza gone by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, uh, continuing the joke, Steph says. She can't love Damon because she's in love with Heather. The girls all act like they're going to faint. <laughs> so funny. Oh, God. Yeah, that's... uh, Mm. Gross. Uh, Back to Lucy's (laughs) house. Lucy has Vula in a black tank top, some leopard pants, and a leopard scarf. Classy. Mm Mm-hmm. Vula wishes she had more interesting clothes. Lucy offers to let Vula borrow some of her clothes, but Vula's parents are from old country, and they don't let Vula dress sophisticated. Sophisticated. Where is Vula from? Old country. Old country. I don't know. We don't. We don't know. They're, they're her parents are immigrants, but we don't know what country they're from. Okay, I thought she was Jewish. That's all I could gleam. She's not her old dad. Country. That's all. Her I dad know. has an accent. I don't know yeah. what the accent is, but like we just Middle always Eastern. say 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. We just always say she's from old country. I don't know. Okay. Maybe yeah. Russia. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Mother Russia. Russia maybe Russia. Perhaps. But uh, I like how she considers leopard print pants sophisticated. She looked no. like she was going to Atlantic City. <laughs> yes. Like I was like, and the fact that there was like a matching little ascot to go with it. And she was like, wow, loose. Wow. Well, this is the thing. This is not the first time they've used sophisticated to like equate to slutty because that's what. Sophisticated mama. When, yeah. When Stephanie went through. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> American woman, okay. Um, when Stephanie, no, I'm talking about uh, uh, wedding singer. Romantic lady, single baby, mm, sophisticated mama. Come on, you disco lady. Oh, sorry, I was. <laughs> anyways, but no, they Stephanie used the word sophisticated. Or maybe it was Vula. When when Stephanie went through her like slutty revelation in episode one, mm. I I want to say Vula was like, no, no, no. I, I think it was Stephanie. I think she was like, you know, you look, it's like too much. And Stephanie was like, it's sophisticated. And it was like, yeah. is slutty sophisticated? It was definitely like supposed to be her mature look. Yeah. Like grown up. Yeah. Well, did you guys ever watch Dawson's Creek? Yeah. I watched instead, some episodes, yeah. Instead of saying Michelle Williams' character from the city was slutty, they said she was fast. Oh, they yeah. They were fast in the city. Like, so I feel like, I don't know, like, if maybe, like, <laughs> family television isn't allowed to, like, say certain words. Uh, I, you know what I mean? So they had to do weird illusions. I'm going to start referring to my, like, ages, like, 19 to 23 as my sophisticated years. Yes. <laughs> I was zooming through them. I was real fast or none. I mean, I guess, I mean, compared to Jesse, Anna and I are pretty fast because we live in the city. We're those fast girls from the sticks who moved into the city. Hey, that's right. We wanted to be sophisticated, so we left New Hampshire. I bought myself a nice leopard print pant, and I was ready to go. I'm ready to sophisticate. Mm -hmm. But also, notice how Vula loses like 30 pounds worth of clothes. Like You're like, oh, she's actually very, I mean, you know, she's small, but like. She's a child. Wow, look look at her. Her normal attire is so large oh yeah <laughs> i mean she's basically wearing like a peasant top and a peasant skirt like yeah she looks like she's about to be in like a low budget shakespeare play where they were like <laughs> well we only have these costumes that we've been using for years so here yeah you go, and they what? double as into the woods and fiddler on the roof yeah and for some reason guys and dolls yes. occasionally yeah well yeah there was the one there was the character who was uh the church lady right i don't remember <laughs> guys and dolls a long time ago mm. okay lucy brags that her parents are perfect mm. they buy her everything and they're never home mm-hmm they just don't parent. It's great. No, they it's don't. Great. Vula thinks that would be pretty lonely, but Lucy, who is a classic case of child who has been emotionally neglected, <laughs> tells Vula that she's self-sufficient. It's getting late, and Vula has to go make borscht for her parents from old country. <laughs> 
Lucy asks her to stay, but Vula really has to go. Her father is opposite of Lucy and is not self-sufficient. She needs to make dinner for Papa. Papa! Yeah, oh my god, yeah, Anna, you don't know that. She calls her dad Papa. (laughs) They're just throwing, like, every... They're like, we don't even know where she's from. No, we don't. I feel like Russia. (laughs) It might be Russia. I'm honestly not sure. I think Russia makes a lot of sense. I bet she's from Russia. Wait, was she really making borscht? No, I just said borscht. I I was going to say like, that's from the place of pierogies. And I was like, where are pierogies from? Russia? No. I don't know. Ukraine? Ukraine. Maybe she's Ukrainian. She might be Ukrainian. She might. Um, honestly, don't know, but... They use a lot of just, like, generic accents in this show that you're just like, I don't really know what's going on there. Well done, writers. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the girls thank each other for the night, and Lucy offers to let Vula borrow the purple scarf she liked. It's not too sophisticated, so her parents <laughs> probably won't mind her wearing it. And keep it for as long as you want. I've got plenty others, Lucy says. It's like mm-hmm. a real like Lane Bryant special too, that scarf. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, 89. I don't yeah. know. Who knows? The phone at Lucy's house rings again. It's her mom telling her that she won't be home for dinner because of the meeting that she... <laughs> because of the meeting. Like, oh, she's the still meeting, in this meeting. Yeah. The meeting, yeah. She's got yeah. a lot of meetings, yeah. But there is sushi in the fridge, Okay. <laughs> Okay. Uncovered plate of sushi. That is exactly what I <laughs> what said. What are we doing here? So Lucy goes this? to get this uncovered sushi just on a plate. And like that, in my opinion, that's the biggest example of child abuse because <laughs> leftover sushi is yeah. fucking gross. Right. And that wasn't even like properly put away. That was just on a plate yeah. sitting there. And like maybe I- sushi's come a long way. Since what they thought was acceptable in the 80s. <laughs> May, um, maybe. I don't know, though. Because, like, ew. I'd be crying, too. So, like, when Lucy sheds a tear, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I would also be upset. That they- you want me to eat this three-day-old raw fish? It's also Ugh. hard. Because <laughs> I've, try- I've tried yes, to do the-, the sushi. Like, I'll put it later. I'll put it in the fridge. And then every time, I'm like, this fucking tastes like a shape. It doesn't taste like anything anymore <laughs> and it's hard and like so it's, then i'll just leave it out yeah right. i'd rather i'd rather just play around with that than- no i agree that's the thing is like if i'm not gonna eat the sushi i'll just like leave it on the coffee table for like you know a couple hours until i'm ready <laughs> for couple of days two. but it's like much better doing it yeah. like risking food poisoning is in my opinion tastier than putting it in the fridge because it, <laughs> i don't know what happens in there but like uh, everything goes awry and it just tastes awful after so i mean like if it was like a california roll or whatever but it didn't look like that yeah i was gonna say like eel sweet potato but like maybe but the, big, the rice gets hard though but the biggest thing was it didn't even have saran wrap over it it was just no on a plate and there was like one portion on a plate mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like she's like new in the morning like i ain't gonna be home so like here's last night's sushi i'm gonna put it on this plate yeah um when I was younger, I used to um, go to uh, a buffet called the Grand Buffet that Carly oh, and I. We all know the Grand Buffet. Oh, here that's in right, this Jesse house. knows. Oh. Yeah, 
Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We know Grand Buffet. Um, is it weird being on a podcast, Anna, where everybody knows what you're talking about? Because normally you're like, New Hampshire. And everyone's like, <laughs> okay, Anna, whatever. And we're all like, yeah, Grand, Grand Buffet. Buffet. We love Grand Buffet. Amherst Walmart. Well, let's explain <laughs> it for the listeners, my friend. I, unless you only have a New Hampshire listener base. It's like I mean, five mostly, people. Yeah. So probably, honestly. <laughs> we got like 30 listeners. Let me explain this to Bethany, okay? In case she forgot. No, uh, she doesn't listen to so it because she's got kids. We swear too much. You know what, though? Alyssa doesn't know about Grand Buffet. Oh, yes, so. explain it to <laughs> Alyssa. All right, shout out to Alyssa, super fan. Um, I guess uh, the Grand Buffet is just a shitty fucking buffet place. Um, yeah, that, they did have karaoke. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and it, it keeps giving as time goes on. But when I was younger, it was a real treat to like yeah. get get you know get to go with your family. And usually, if I had a friend sleepover, they get to go to the grand buffet too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a happy occasion. But because I was, I could only eat so much. And at the time, since I was not in an anime club, I was in my own anime club in my basement. <laughs> um, I of course was like sushi. Wow, I gotta save some for later because yeah. if I'm gonna pretend that I'm <laughs> Japanese. So I used to like roll it up mm. in napkins, put it in my pockets. Oh, right, because they didn't want you to take to go because it was a buffet. Yeah, put it in my pockets for later. Mm. Oh, no. Like, it was, like pocket tater tots. Yeah. It was not enjoyable. <laughs> but I was like, I love anime so much that I was like, mm, it's so good. Mm. Okay, I'm sorry. Is it an anime <laughs> trope that people like take sushi out of their pocket and just eat it? Because like, I don't. Well, like, it's not so much that. It's just that I. I needed to do all the things. I was like, mm, ramen is so good. Like, <laughs> you know, like I just needed to be like, mm, anything Asian. I was like right. excited about. <laughs> you know, what's wild is that we went to we went to that buffet a lot when I was young. Like we anytime we're in the area, we would all go. Probably had like a C rating, too. I, <laughs> I never tried the sushi. I didn't try sushi until I was actually with you and Beth, Carly. Mm. Yeah, that was my first That's time. That's right. Oh, my God. No, I remember yeah. that. And I actually remember there was edamame on yes. the table, and I this did not it. know how to eat it. Nope. And you, no, <laughs> you didn't know how to eat it. And I'm sorry, Jesse. I'm about to sell you out. You were, so Bethany and I yeah. were eating That's the gross. edamame, popping the, you know, pods in our mouths, and then discarding yeah. the cases. And Jesse was like, taking the casings and chewing on (laughs) them and was like this i don't understand this is awful and we were like oh no we already popped the pods out of those girl like you're chewing on things that have been in our mouth (laughs) what are you doing we're family we're family yeah it's fine i had i had no idea what edamame was i didn't my exposure to like any any sort of chinese japanese any food was like the basic poo-poo platter kind of shit. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know any of it. And so I, I I tried the sushi. I can't... Did I try, like... I can't remember if I tried actual sushi or if I was still, like, a vegetarian at the time. Oh, yeah. But the, the first time I tried, like, a wide variety of sushi was when I was mm-hmm. on set in a... At a, like, short film situation where where I was like I don't know what I want and this is all confusing so people just ordered a bunch of sushi and everyone gave me a piece off their plate so I mm. got to try everything that was pretty sweet what an immersive experience for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> and I was high as fuck oh my god so you're like this is fine like Man, I didn't <laughs> I also didn't have sushi until I was like 
20. Yeah. So. I was way older. <laughs> Wait, what? I was way older. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> well I was a very sophisticated seventh grader. Because so. you mama. were watching anime. If you didn't watch anime, you wouldn't have wanted to eat sushi. Although I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say your experience, like on top of it being pocket sushi, mm. was also grand buffet sushi. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. I would never really eat anything. You, you there. somehow like ate that and was like, sushi's good. <laughs> I'm gonna eat it later. I, yeah. I really wanted to believe. <laughs> like I'm gonna keep I eating like, this. <laughs> I love Japan so much. That's no, I'm that's what I'm saying is like I don't think Anna, you didn't enjoy it. You were just like, oh yeah, this tastes like Japanese culture that I am really trying to consume. Yep, absolutely. Erigato Grand Buffet. Oh my god. That's uh thank you. Erigato. Grand Buffet also had like pizza and fries, but they did. And this was like the Grand Buffet was just so I don't even know if we got into it. It's just a it's a Chinese buffet, but then they got fucking sushi. They got, you know, Americanized Chinese food, pizza, French fries, just like all sorts of shit. But an ice cream machine. Oh, you're right. A soft serve ice cream machine. Wait. Do you remember? No. I remember remember the freezers that you could scoop your own ice cream. I don't remember the soft serve machine. No, there was soft serve, though. Yeah, because remember when I (laughs) went to get soft serve ice cream and I didn't turn it off? And it just kept coming. And I walked oh, away. I don't remember oh my that. god. They're like, look at that drunk wow. lady. I no, we like we were like children and I remember going to get soft serve and I like poured it, like, you know, put it on my cone and then just like walked away and it kept going. <laughs> and we were like we were kids, like Beth will tell you. All right, I'll ask about that. I just remember I've always been more of a hard serve uh, ice cream person, so mm. my, I guess I was just in there scooping myself. Mm. But anyways, okay. okay. We've gone in a long tangent. We anyways, sure did. It was a All good right. time. It's the end of Radich's class. Lucy is psyched that everything they studied was on the test. Right? Almost as if Vula knew what words were going to be on the test, as if they had been written on the board what? the day before. No. Wow. What? Yeah, shook. She was like, how did, wow, I can't believe everything we studied. How did she know it was going to be on there? How did she know? All that wow. studying paid off. Also, the fact that Radage would uh, give each kid the test and then have a comment on it. Oh, yeah. It was like, he's like. He does that. Much better. Keep it up. Yeah, or like, no, it's awful. Mm, not great. He sure as hell does that. He it's, was awful. I would hate his class. <laughs> yeah, you would have. Stephanie and the twins are gearing up to go see Damon King at the book signing. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, I'm pretty sure this is during school hours, all right? Because Degrassi always, you know, has a <laughs> come and go as you please policy. All right, so they're all like giddy about and everything. And they're like, oh, yeah, and Steph's prepping. And Heather's like, I don't know about this. And Erica's like, he's not her type. Her type is from the zoo. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Heather's a fucking furry. Oh. <gasps> That's why she doesn't like Damon King. <laughs> what if she is? But I mean, like, who does Heather like that they're like, he's like an animal? Probably Joey. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we ever see her with anybody. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. 
the girls arrive at the signing and basically cut the whole line to meet Damon, or there just is no line because he There's sucks. There's not much of a line, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what There's is going on? There's one woman on? who's like, you are so cute and I love you. Oh my God, oh yes. Oh my God. Which also, <laughs> that woman, I'm pretty sure, was dubbed later. It, I don't, Her mouth was not moving. <laughs> yes. And like, the sound quality was wicked weird there. And I was like, that's not that woman's voice. Yeah. So they literally probably didn't want to pay her for an under five, and then they just dubbed it later. Wow. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Because uh, I was like, what is up with this? The sound quality is wicked weird, and she's not talking. <laughs> but we can hear. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I will say that I did notice it felt like what she was saying was quite audible for what she was doing. It felt like mm-hmm. we wouldn't have been able to hear what she was saying normally. So I, I yeah, I hear you, Anna. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, a little, you know, insider. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently. You know, uh, detective work I pulled. Mm-hmm. Steph doesn't have his book, but she got the magazine article about the book signing for him to sign. <laughs> I'm surprised she's not like, yeah, he'll just sign these and like. I know, right? Sure. <laughs> sign my titties, Damon. <laughs> Steph approaches Damon and explains why she doesn't have the book, but she's a real big fan. So could he just sign this? Ugh. Of course. Anything for a fan. Ew. He's such a ghoul. Yeah. Damon asks how old she is. Ugh. I'm making a face. Uh, no one can see it. Bleh. Um, Steph lies and says that she's 16. Damon is clearly turned on by this and <sighs> eyes her up and down as he says, sweet 16. Good enough. In a, like an ogre voice. Ugh. He has this gross, deep voice. I, uh. Sweet 16. oh god (laughs) okay uh he finishes signing and tells her one autograph one kiss that's my policy (laughs) and kisses her on the cheek what kind of sexual predator has a kissing policy because honestly i feel (laughs) like it's way more likely that actors have like a don't touch me policy in shit like this he just kisses everyone right like generally speaking like, when you go to a signing, it's, like, you can't touch them and, like, mm-hmm. you just you just pose and they take – somebody else takes a picture. So, like – Right. Granted, this was before the days of, like, everybody having a camera on them. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyways, yeah. Above all, creepy. Creepy as fuck. Ugh, gross kissing policy. Yeah. Blech. Steph walks away and one of the twins realizes that he not only signed the magazine, but he wrote his number down in it. Oh, my. Yeah. Damon <laughs> gives Steph some flirty eyebrows and a wink. Ugh. Ooh, the statutory rape is on, baby. Uh, it so went he- on so long. He, like, looked at her, then he winked, then, like, he did something else, like, too. Like, I was like, this is long. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I just sent you a picture. I don't know if it's going to upload to the chat. So, uh, 20 minutes in Netflix and chill, and he gives you this look. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> Oh, no, oh God. <laughs> Ugh, that is bad. It's real, though. That's real, real. <laughs> is he even underbite? <laughs> He's disgusting. What? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. He's nasty. He's disgusting. Oh, I'm so upset by that. Okay. <laughs> Radish is passing back all the spelling tests and publicizing how each child did as per usual. 
Ugh. He tells Joey that he didn't know he spoke Swahili. Yeah, what is that about? <laughs> I, I, Joey must have really fucked up those he words. Spelt it real bad. Yeah, I, I don't. <laughs> or he's know. really impressive and wrote a paper in Swahili. Yeah, like maybe he didn't write any of the words in English. He literally translated them all to Swahili, but right. spelled them all perfectly correct. So he would. He would. Uh, Radish tells Lucy that she did a very good job and hopes the improvement continues. Radich finishes his lecture on spelling as he walks to the door with his coat in his hand as the bell rings. Yeah. He is ready for that date that he has with two women later. I am saying, yes. Out the door. The bell rings. (laughs) He fucking books it out. And and while telling them, have a good weekend, before any of the students even get out of their fucking seats. He's like, have a good weekend. I know I will. Right? (laughs) I I kind of appreciated his get in, get out kind of mentality. I was like, yeah, you get it. See, I feel like normally, yeah, but normally he's a wait kind of teacher and stops them. But he has a date with uh, Miss Avery and her roommate tonight. So he's like, get the fuck out of class man. okay so here's the thing jesse is my Darce first might thought, even join them like i don't know my first thought was that exactly it that he was have gonna have a threesome with uh miss avery and her roommate yeah but then what i ended up writing was that apparently he's got a late afternoon bar mitzvah that he needs to dj at <laughs> and he needs to get there asap <laughs> oh. yeah but he's got to, he's got like a couple people like ready to take home after he's like you know, mm-hmm. he's got a busy night ahead of him. It was just such a weird choice because we never see him do that. Right. He never pieces out of the class that quickly. Usually, yeah, he sits there and is like, everybody stay in class until I say you're dismissed. There's a whole secret life of Radich that we really need to explore, honestly. I know. I know. Fan fiction time. Also, mm-hmm. I appreciated that he literally said, and sounding it out doesn't always work. I was like, What? <laughs> That was me when I tried to spell quiche. <laughs> quiche? I guess. Yep. I was like, I guess they're doing like I before E kind of confusing concept. Or like the, si- Except after the silent E, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or the E you don't even say mm. before the words. Mm. What E is that? I don't know. Uh, I don't. Anna, I think you made up that E. I'm not sure. <laughs> like the word, the word Q where like every letter but the first one is silent yeah that's what i'm trying to get at (laughs) (laughs) i'm so bad the last four letters are silent Uh, the twins express concern about stephanie calling damon king but why shouldn't she he gave her his number so she might as well also uh they definitely did go to that event during school because they're all wearing the same clothes so like really so this is the same day Yes, she was okay. wearing the same outfit. So All I was right. like, y'all went to that and then came back to school because, you know, uh, who fucking cares? Just right. leave and come back. Well, I mean, remember, Carly, we used to fucking, kids used to work at Frank's place. Frank's place was like this, like, yeah. you walk down a big hill, you'd get to like this deli and everybody was fucking walking over there. Did, ki- okay, I did kids do that during school and then come back? Because I would go to Frank's place after school. No, dude, people were doing it. <laughs> Yeah, while they were in school. Carly was Man, the okay. shoes. <laughs> I was. I wasn't going to Frank's during school. I was going after school. But now that you bring it up, I'm like, oh, man, Frank's place was really good. They had some really good food. <laughs> well, everybody would do that for their, like, you know, random study hall or, like, a free period. They just walked out of Frank's place. Or, like, if you had a bullshit class, you're like, oh, fuck it. Let's just fucking Holy watch shit. the Frank's place. 
Okay, wow. Apparently, I was like, no one does. This is unheard no. of. This would oh, never dude, happen. That was like half of my career at, at high school. <laughs> okay, all right. Place. Well, you know what, Anna? Okay, because here's the thing. Lola in <laughs> next next class had a fucking abortion and then came back to school. So I think it's a little bit exaggerated. Okay, uh, are you uh, saying that Frank's place is like an abortion? What are you? T- yes. <laughs> <laughs> Those terrific roast like, beef sandwiches. At, <sighs> at my school during Listen. study hall, they took attendance. Like you couldn't skip out. Oh, ours? The, our, no, they were in the yeah, cafeteria. Took- it was like the big free study. Well, oh. if you had a calf steady, you were still supposed to technically like check in with a teacher. Yeah, if you're a fucking loser. And then you just fucking lo- leave. You just I be like, hey, did, it but... was always like a fucking sub. It was like a person that didn't care. <sighs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. I'm jealous. They were intense about study hall at my school. They were like, shut the fuck up. Like, sit there and study. You can't do shit. The only way to like talk to your friends was to get a library pass. And then you went and you like pretended you were working on a school project. Mm. Otherwise, like study hall, they were like on you like a hawk. So, but see now you see really the true uh, Anna is Lucy and I am Vula because I'm like no one would ever leave school. Like it mm-hmm. just doesn't happen. You know, you go to class, you check in, you do your homework, <laughs> and that's what school right. is all about. Well. I mean, truly, I was almost kept back and I almost became a super senior. So, but I did it because they're like, we don't want to deal with that. You know what, though, Anna, if you had been a super senior, it really, this is the thing is like, because you hung out with everybody in my grade anyways, nobody would have known you were a super senior. They would have just been like, yeah, Anna's been in our grade this whole time. Like, we know that. I don't know. I think some people definitely, because I went to Carly's uh, reunion and people were kind of like, I don't think you were in our year. And I was like, I wasn't. You're like, but I've slept with people in this year. I know, but I've seen more penises in this year than in my year. So That's true. That's very true. Yeah, but like w- senior year was the first year we were actually like allowed to leave on our off period. So like, mm. I mean, I remember we used to go to like Subway and be like, yes. <laughs> what a wonderful respite from the day it was it was great <laughs> right. lucy thanks vula for all the help studying for the spelling test lucy wants to repay the favor so she tells vula that they can go get her some new clothes vula doesn't have any money for new clothes though but lucy tells her not to worry about it she'll pick her up after dance class because she's a dancer uh, Stephanie calls Damon from a payphone mm. as the twins stand on the other side of the glass watching her. Retro. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He remembers her. Oh. Erica thinks that's romantic, while Heather is still uneasy about everything. But she's not a prude, okay, guys? All right? Heather's not a prude. <laughs> Listen, you're not a prude just because you don't think that a 30-plus-year-old man should be fucking a 14-year-old. Like, let's be... That's not really <laughs> so a prudish funny. situation. Do kids uh, these days still use the word prude? Because yeah. I feel like I definitely was very obsessed with, like, I'm not a prude. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking about? I'm not a prude. Oh, I don't remember saying prude. Yeah, but Anna, at all. were you getting any action in middle school? <laughs> Um, no. Some of us peaked in middle school, okay? All right? Some of us had our boobs felt up in middle school, okay? I know, I like, was not a prude. I had to wait. There's sort of like a, a resurgence of, of youth, uh, prudacity. Prudacity? <laughs> <laughs> 
Is there? I mean, kind like, of, yeah. Prudential <laughs> something. <laughs> Prudaciousness. Um, there is definitely like a a uh, subset of people who are like anything that uh, is sexual at all is not okay, and like. I don't know. This is an online thing. I don't know about real life, but in uh, in the online sphere, no. Tell us about your friends. There, there are lots of like teenagers <laughs> all over. Like, there's sex in this. That's wrong. And people are like, "What the fuck?" I don't. I don't know. We, we don't need to. Anyway, Twitter life. Um, I I would say there are definitely teens who still use the term prude. All right, I'm about to take a poll mm. of the teens that I know. <laughs> Uh, Stephanie has a date tonight with Damon. Ooh. He's gonna show her how a TV studio works. Uh, AKA make a porn. Yep, burgers. <laughs> this is my TV studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a camera and a couch. Yep. <laughs> uh, Heather thinks that they don't know anything about the guy, but seeing as they watch him on TV and read about him in magazines, it feels like she already knows him. This, this yeah, is what enough. the kids are calling a parasocial relationship. I've not heard of that. I think they're calling it James Franco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Heather is still concerned. That stuff is all just publicity, and are TV studios even open that late? <laughs> yeah. Depends on what they're filming. Well, Steph is an expert, okay? TV studios are open all the time, okay? Duh. 24-7. Mm-hmm. Heather continues to try to get Stephanie to bail. He's too old for her, and if her mom finds out, she won't be grounded. She'll be buried. <laughs> buried alive like a wrestling match from the <laughs> 90s. <laughs> Stephanie doesn't think that her mom will ever find out. So just relax, Heather. Steph can take care of herself. She's like, so Heather, shut the fuck up, okay, Heather? <laughs> like, don't you tell my right? mom. She takes out a fucking butterfly <laughs> knife and has it at her neck and like, you fucking keep your mouth shut, Heather. Well, like, she hasn't even regrown all her baby teeth, and she thinks she can pass for 16. I kept thinking that. I was like, she's missing a tooth. Yeah. Also, I have to say, like, when did braces get big? Because clearly they hadn't yet, except for for Luce, right? (laughs) Luce has braces. One of them has braces. Well, she's sophisticated. Yeah. Her parents have money, so maybe that's why. Maybe they're dentists, but uh, yeah, but I... I definitely was like, wow, a lot of these kids have got some choice teeth right now. And I appreciate, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate the seeing it. The authenticity of it all. Yeah. And you're like, Canada, you've got health care. Why, why are all these kids' <laughs> teeth fucked up? Shouldn't that be covered? There was no Invisalign yet. No, that's true. So we have some teeth going on. That's true. Oh, also, did you guys talk about Stephanie's fucking locker that like is basically Sephora? Oh, <laughs> She like opened her locker and there was like a mirror and there was makeup and it was like kind of lit. I was like, what? Well, she gets dressed at school. Yeah. She has to hide her outfits she, from her mom. Uh, yeah. Okay. Like she so, had the Manny Santos storyline where, okay. yeah, she came to school and was like, this is me now. But yeah, <laughs> she wears a sweatshirt until she gets to school and then she takes it off and is like, I'm a hoe. Yeah. So that that's why she does her makeup at school. Yeah. But it was quite the... The locker opening, I was like, wow, that's like a, like a small little trailer for a celebrity. <laughs> I mean, she's also class president, so probably she's got some perks. Mm. I don't know. All right, we're back at the same department store <laughs> with Lucy and Vula looking at clothes. 
Vula thinks that one shirt is cute, but Lucy thinks they're clone clothes. Did y'all? Mm-hmm. Uh, is that clown? what she said? Clown That's clothes. That's what I heard. I, I thought, is she saying clown? She I must thought, be like, saying clown. Because clown. Makes more sense. Oh. But it was a white shirt. I heard clone. It was no, a- no, no. It had some crazy designs on it. Uh, okay. It's definitely sounded like, as I rewound it a couple times, and like, clone. Yes, clown made more sense, but it sounded like she said clone. I heard clone personally, but I mean, we don't have uh, subtitles, so who knows? Unfortunately. Hey, that's cute. Woola, those are clone clothes. I guess you're right. Anyways, Woola agrees with that. Whatever the fuck she said, Woola was like, yeah, I guess you're right. (laughs) Woola finds something she actually really likes, and Lucy thinks that she should get it. But Woola thinks it's too expensive. Lucy asks what size she is as she finds it for her and takes it off the hanger and shoves it in a bag. She's petite. Yeah, petite. I know. I'm like, do people say that? That's just a size. Petite, petite. is like. Petites were like big back in the day. Dude. But petite is like a branch. Like. Yeah. Petite is like, you know, your jeans are you're like, like still a normal size, but you're short. Uh, Size five petite. Yeah. It's like yeah. you mean it's meaning like you're short. Yeah. Yeah. But she just said petite. Yeah. But like, it could have been. But I've like my aunt always buys me these like cashmere sweaters and they're always petite. Really? Oh. Yeah. All I'm saying, though, she says she's petite, but she always wears property of extra, extra large clothes. So so who knows? I don't know why she's throwing petite out there. She buys them big. Apparently, the country that she's from is like opposite of China. So like when we order off Wish and you have to get like a 6XL to equate to a medium, <laughs> she gets a petite and it's actually an extra, extra large. For the USSR. Mm. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Oh, Lord. Vula is shook by the fact that Lucy puts a sweater in her bag. What the fuck are you doing, Lucy? She tells Vula to be be casual, okay? Because no one is watching. (laughs) Except for that woman that works there right behind them. 100% clearly clearly watching and takes out her walkie-talkie with like a seven-foot antenna. (laughs) Giant Fucking walkie-talkie. The only way she could have been more obvious in her snooping is if she was Kit Hood's mom. Uh, Yes. Because there is nobody who is that obvious about looking into your business besides this lady. Truly, I wish they had put Kit Hood's mom in this. Desperately. She would have have been (laughs) so fucking good in that role. Like, actually, like, I have to say, out of all the... uh, like bystanders, she was definitely my my fave. Her eye acting was good. I'm not saying she's not she wasn't good. Oh yeah. The problem is Anna that you you didn't see Kit Hood's mom. Oh, you gotta go and... watch our condom video. You'll see. You'll see. Oh man, <laughs> brilliant. She's brilliant. Like the best background actor I've ever seen in my life. She but was. this woman was good. She was good. A lot better than the security guard we're about to meet. <laughs> Yeah, yep. that that fucking walkie-talkie was huge. The antenna was like three feet long. She whips that thing out like I'm ready. Where did she even have that? Was <laughs> there's no po- they don't make pockets for women that big. Well, she, maybe her, belt? she like kind of had like a vest. Hmm. Okay, is it Walmart again? Are we back in Walmart? Where was this vest? <laughs> Century Twenty One. Who knows? Mm-hmm. <laughs> The girls continue to argue about the morality of stealing the item. Lucy tries to convince Vula that it's fine as long as they don't get caught. 
Uh, and this is why I put in parentheses, this is why Anna would never let me see her steal things. Right. This literally <laughs> would have been the exact conversation. Um, actually, this, this is a good story about Anna and I in regards to stealing. Um, in one of the times I went to visit her in New York and we had to take a bus somewhere and I was like, oh, well, I don't have like, you know, your, I don't have like the pass for it, but I've got cash. Mm -hmm. And Anna was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. And so we get on the bus, Anna scans her card and like walks back and I'm like, Anna, they don't take cash. And Anna's like, oh, they don't? And the bus driver's like, ah, oh, whatever, it's fine, just get on. Yeah. And so we go to the back and Anna's like, I know they didn't take cash, but I knew that you'd like freak out <laughs> if I told you that they didn't take cash. Oh, so like, just well, <laughs> well, yeah, because also if we had gone, we'd had to go into the subway, yeah. get Carly a fucking car to go back to the bus stop. It would have would have taken too long. I know. And the bus driver yeah. ultimately is like, oh, I don't really care. It's fine. I'm a bus driver. Yeah, why would they give a shit? But she yeah. knew me well enough to be like, there's no way Carly is going to be chill with this. I have to <laughs> lie to her. I played it off pretty good, too. I was like, you oh, did. whoa. I, I just, oh, man, I didn't even know. I was like, wow, I can't believe Anna didn't know this. She's been here for several years. How did she not know this? And then we get to the bag and she's like, yeah, totally new. And I was like, it was Psychological warfare. God damn it. To save yeah, you 275. Yeah. <laughs> Man, and and I still owe that to the city of New York. And boy, oh boy, I think about mailing him a check every day. Don't do it. Well, don't worry. Cuomo's resigned, so you don't have to worry about sending it to him. <laughs> All right. He also wanted to go on a date with Stephanie. Yeah, probably. <laughs> hey. Honestly. Oh, no. All right, so... Whew, the girls are looking suspicious as fuck as they get on the escalator, still arguing. Vula calls Lucy a thief as Lucy tries to give Vula the bag, telling her to just put it back then. But Vula thinks it's too late for that now. Obviously. I mean, yeah. yeah they got on the escalator, yeah. yeah. Hey, my, uh, uh, I accidentally walked out with this. Here you go, bye. Right, I was trying no. to think of, like, a scenario where if the security guards hadn't caught them, Vula could have, like, casually just, like, taken it out of the bag and, like, dropped it on the floor or something. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, walked away from it. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, it, it was There's no way she's that. going all the way back there. No. Like, here you go. No. <laughs> Just then, a security guard appears at the top of the escalator. Mm -hmm. They try to make a run for it back down, but a very surly-looking female employee <laughs> is at the bottom blocking their path. They are clearly busted. So he's like, give me your bag. And I'm like, bitch, this is my bag. Are you yeah. stealing my bag? You can't take my <laughs> bag. <laughs> I mean... It's only fair, right? You stole that he fucking doesn't know. coat. Now give me this Listen, bag. This is my bag. You no, have no doesn't. right to take my bag. Well, isn't it weird? I'm pretty sure <laughs> that certain stores have very weird policy ab about like when someone's stealing things sometimes. Like I think that yeah. it's like if they reach a certain point, you can't. Right. They can't even be like, give it back, which is weird. Well, this is the thing. You can't touch them. Yeah. You can't touch, at least in modern days. I don't know about back then. But if, like, there's actually, like, people who, like, employees who are like, yeah, I'm going to get them and go, like, tackle somebody. And then they get fired because you're technically not allowed mm, yeah. to touch or them. Or they got a gun. Yeah. Like, you're, 
it, it's a whole thing of like, dude, if you're if someone catches you stealing, just keep going. They can't touch you. You're not my dad. I'm saying if I go to Target right now, I can pick up a, a fucking a PlayStation 3 and walk out the door and someone's like, hey, you can't take that. I work at Target. And I can say, you're not my dad. Like, later. <laughs> later. And oh, I can hop okay. on my skateboard that I've been riding through Target the entire time because nobody can fucking... They can't touch me. Yeah. <laughs> Right, no, truly, and I feel like, you know, the state of at least America is that, like, those employees aren't getting paid enough to fucking chase you down for a pair of jeans. It's like, whatever, have fun, bye. It's just, they're banking on you being like, oh, shit, and stopping because you think they have authority. They do not have authority. If they touch you, they can get sued. So just fucking go and hope the police don't catch you, yeah. So what you're saying, Jesse, is you condone stealing. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> From like, yeah, for, yeah, definitely like in a in a big big store Walmart right like don't steal from a mom and pop don't steal from mom and pop but like that's like a technical maybe depends on if the mom and pop are a bunch of assholes or not wait you know okay otherwise you know (laughs) all right on top of that I will I gotta I gotta tell you um you know so the the personal assistance work I do the woman that I work for returns you know like freaking 80 percent of what she buys Mm -hmm. every now and again it come across a product where when you go to return it, they're like, you know what? Don't worry about it. We're going to refund you, but you mm-hmm. can just keep it. Yeah. And it happens more than you would expect, like especially on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And even the other day, she bought like five bins, like the, um, you know, like the little square bins you put in like the... um. They're like organizer bins mm-hmm. that you put like in a square thing, right? Yeah. They're like made of cloth or whatever. Yeah. She bought five of those and I went to return them online at Target and they were like, you know what? It's fine. Just keep yeah. them. Whatever. You want to donate them? That's cool too. And it was like over $50. Mm-hmm. They were like 10 bucks a piece plus tax. Like it was over $50 and they were just like, meh, that's fine. You can when it comes it. to these big companies yeah like they don't fucking care yeah like i definitely uh i ordered a bunch of cat food off chewy.com a while back oh yeah they're but they're really nice about it they're like just donate it to a shelter they said to donate it yeah my little kitty was like no i don't like this anymore i had just bought a month's worth of fucking wet food Mm -hmm. she's like nope i'm not gonna eat it and I go to return it, and they're like, no, just donate it to, like, the, you know, Humane Society, whatever. Yeah, they're really nice if, about it. Like, if, if you're a big enough company, yeah. you might be able to just keep the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and the, and if you do, um like, the Whole Foods order through Amazon, anything that's, that's perishable, mm-hmm. if you go to return that, they will refund you, but they tell you to keep it, because they yeah. can't legally take it back. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, you, oh, I'm sure so many people scam that real Oh, hard. yeah, it has to mm. be. I mean, because, yeah, I'm, tr- exactly, those, the Amazon employees are not making enough money to give a fuck. It's like, whatever, yeah. here's your money, I don't care. Anyways, back back. to the concept of just stealing. Back in it. If you're at a store and you stole and they try to try to tell you to stop, just keep going. Just keep going. They they were they called the cops anyways. Yeah. So like let's say they just kept going. Mm -hmm. Maybe the cops would have caught them. They would have been in the same situation anyways. So just go. Just go. Just go. You're not my dad. You can't stop me. Actually, well, when (laughs) Abby got um banned from walmart they got her in the parking lot which i don't think is legal it's not well it's not legal to like 
They just, they can't enforce it in any way. They can be like, stop, and they're banking on you to stop. Right. Because you think they can do anything. They can't. And if they touch you, you sue them. Fuck them. Right. Because you could just be <laughs> so, like, you don't have the right to search my bag, Walmart employee. Bye. Right. That's All that's right. what I'm saying. This guy is like, I'll be taking your bag. And I'm like, this is my fucking bag. No, you're not taking my bag. Have, have any of you guys <laughs> no. been caught stealing? Um... I mean, I did mention that time that I walked out with that furry once. <laughs> no, like I accidentally yeah. stole a thong in eighth grade and I didn't get caught. I think I've told that story where like yeah. I was in Charlotte Ruse and looking through <laughs> the thongs because my friends dared me to buy one. Incidentally enough, it was a pair of twins and then like one other person. And uh, I was putting the thongs on my wrist that I was like interested in buying and then you know, we were in there for probably 30 minutes, went up and paid for the ones I wanted, walked out. At this point, a security guard was following us all through the mall. We got, <laughs> and I'm like, and I was getting like pissed. I was like, why is a security guard following us? We didn't do anything. What the fuck? Also, we're going why to different is he stores. following the, you guys? Like after he, you he left? He was stopping at kiosks. Yeah, because we were in there for a long time. We were like laughing a lot. I don't know. He's probably looking at the Jensen twins is really what was happening. Yes, it was, in fact, the Jensen twins. You know <laughs> it was the Jensen twins. They're the only twins in my grade. No, that's probably not true. Anyways, um, so, like, we made it all the way to the food court, and finally the security guard stopped following us. And I was, like, mid-sentence taking the bags off my arm, like, what the fuck? Why was he following us? I don't understand. And then I see, like, a thong hanging off my wrist and I was like <gasps> I stole it and like immediately burst into tears oh my god yeah Andrea and the twins thought it was fucking hilarious and they were like we'll just go return it and I was like I can't return it now like it's too late <laughs> they thought we were stealing and they gave up and like it's too late wow so, Carly do the crime do the time I know all I gotta say <laughs> no we walked out of the mall I think it was Andrea was like, wee-oo, wee-oo. And I was like, stop it, stop. And then I like, got caught <laughs> once. Did you? Yeah, it was at a, it was like during my punk rock days. That's when I was like really leaning mm. hard into stealing. Um, hot Topic? Uh, not Hot Topic, a place called Hoot Nannies, which was- <gasps> I uh, loved Hoot Nannies. Of course you would, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, so I was at Hoot Nannies. Oh my God. And I tried to steal something. I was with- Jennifer was it Jenolette? I don't know. I don't know. Some girl. And she was like really good at stealing. Like she was like <laughs> she knew. She was like, put on your uh she would get big sweaters mm -hmm. and like kind of like, you know, you know the way. Like you get a big sweater and you can kind of snake it up your arm. Honestly, Vula would have been perfect for stealing. Like yeah, she Vula always had, had the big ass sweaters. Like yeah, that was the one. Her fucking peasant skirts. Like, yeah, come by on default, now. she could steal like crazy. They they can't lift up her skirt, so like you know. Yeah, but some employee <laughs> definitely was sussing me, suss out. I don't know some bracelets or who knows what I was trying to steal. Mm -hmm. Something with studs on it. Something cool. <laughs> um, and then he was like, "Hey." I know that you just try to steal that. Can you give it back? And I was like, uh-huh, yeah. And he's like, can you just wait outside for your friend? I was like, okay. <laughs> um, so I just waited outside. So thankfully it was nice because 
Some of the Hot Topic employees were mm. vultures, dude. They would watch it because they had nothing else to do, too. So I'm sure they, like, enjoyed having mm. the job of being, like, faux bouncers. God, what a bunch of fucking fake punks. Yeah, right? Like, come on. Seriously. <laughs> Damn the man, Hot Topic. Come on. Man, maybe I should get a job at Hot Topic. It'll pay you like shit, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I don't know, because I'm really looking for a career change, and I feel like... But yeah, so you'd still, you'd get like $13 an hour, probably. <laughs> it would, maybe it could be a manager of a Hot Topic. But all the cool band shirts you could possibly want. Listen, the stuff at Hot Topic is not cool anymore. Yeah. I've been in right. a Hot Topic I... recently. It's not great. Right, like, what's the discount? I mean, come on. Listen, it's cool to the people that are going to Hot Topic. Maybe us in our 30s. It's cool to me. You guys, I've got some clothing from Hot Topic that I bought in 2019 because of Hot... It was was Black Friday. Yeah. Okay? (laughs) And I get a lot of compliments on the the one skirt with suspenders that I have. It's really cute. It has pockets. Okay? It's really cute. So Yeah, but, you know, now it's like the new Hot Topics for the kids. So it's like probably fucking Avatar, whatever the kids are feeling these days. I'm not getting those There's definitely lots of anime stuff there. Yeah. Okay, anyways, guys. Stephanie is wandering around a parking lot at, I think, a convenience store. Mm. I think they said they were going to meet at a video store? I don't know, but it looks a like she's a record store. Yeah, yeah. A record store. Or um, something. But she's like yeah. just in the parking lot chilling. It looks like a bad neighborhood. Yeah, it doesn't, it looks sketch as fuck. Yeah, suddenly she's like in Los Angeles in the early 90s. <laughs> like, I'm like, what yes. is happening? <laughs> yes. She's wearing the biggest jacket I have ever seen. It was like a starter jacket. Bigger than the jacket's last episode. It was so fucking large. <laughs> All right, just throwing that out there. Damon pulls up in a fancy sports car. I, this is a very interesting detail. He opens the car door for, for her from inside the vehicle. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And then as he rolls up the window, says, let's have some fun. Ew. Yeah. He's so fucking creepy. So creepy. I hate him so much. <laughs> All right. Well, we're back at the mall or the store. The surly looking woman is looking at the clothing that Lucy tried to steal and asks, what's wrong with them? <laughs> you steal, the store loses money, and then the prices go up. Not true. Some fucking capitalist propaganda bullshit. Yeah, no, that's definitely not true. <laughs> these stores these stores prepare for this. Right? Like, they know there's going to be losses. It's called shrinkage. Right. It's like 100% in the budget. <laughs> they know that it's going to happen. So, yeah. Fuck you, lady, with your big glasses. You're wrong. The prices just go up. There's no reason for no. it. They just go up. Also, that girl looked like the same age as the girls. True. I was like, why did they pick this like 17-year-old yeah. to play the security guard? <laughs> I don't know. At the Canadian Century 21 right now. <laughs> uh, the woman lets them know, the Vula and Lucy, that it is not funny. And they'll be singing a different tune once the police arrive. Aw, shit. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, they wouldn't call the police. Would they? They probably wouldn't. I don't know. They just be like, you're banned from this mall. Never. Yeah. Right. But this is so the police officer shows up and recognizes mm-hmm. Lucy immediately. And I'm like, Lucy, so, don't. Sh- why do you keep going to the same place to steal? If you've been right? caught before at this store, why are you going back? Yeah. Not only rookie did mistake. she go back, like she's on the radar already, and she's like, I'm gonna bring Vula with me. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah, that was just stupid. No, go to a different store. What the fuck are you doing? She just showed up with like bubble letters over her head that just said 
theft. Thief. Yeah. But he, okay, but here's a, like, you know what, guys, though, honestly, I think the truth of the matter is that she was clearly doing it for attention. So, like, she mm. knew she was going to get caught. Because her parents yeah. might show up. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So this is all Psychologically, for Carly knows. Yeah, I'm, I was neglected emotionally as a child. So, like, <laughs> I get it. She, Why weren't you stealing? Um, Bethany did once, but oh, she got yeah. caught. Yeah, yeah. No, see, okay, here's the whole thing. I was like. Oh, man, we had Beth on last week, and she hated that episode, and we totally could have had her on this week, because she got... All right, well, you got me. You got me, who's the queen of stealing. (laughs) All right, we're going to redo this. Anna, you're off. Sorry, we're going to get Bethany. All right, Damon King pulls into the parking lot of a cheap motel. My God. Steph is confused. She thought they were going to the studio. Damon says that they will, but he just thought that they could stop and talk first. Talk. Mm-hmm. Ew. Although she was getting some alarm bells as soon as he showed up in that, near that sketchy yeah. gas station. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. He tells her not to be so nervous and says, you're not afraid of me, are you? Ew. Right, like, sir, you are- He doesn't bite- Hard. Mud. Mm. <laughs> no, Sir, you bad. are actively trying to statutory rape this girl. So like, yeah, I think she should be afraid. Okay. No, he's like, he's, she's all afraid. He's like, what? This is a nice place. This cheap ass motel. Right. Like what? Parking would, lot. This is a nice place. Like, it, like you're rich. Yeah. This is a nice place. You're on TV. This is, this is a nice but place. But maybe he's like on a local channel. Uh, like the fact that he was like at the local bookshop and yeah. like, uh, you right, know, because like, I would, okay. So it, like, we have to remember that this is, they are in Toronto. Canada. So like they probably were filming that in Toronto. Mm-hmm. He, I would assume, lives in Toronto. So yeah, still, yeah. man, you're on TV in this cheap well, no. hotel parking lot is a nice place. But what? that's what I'm saying. Like he didn't take her back to his place. Yeah. He was like, "We're going to a creepy motel." Mm-hmm. Sketchy, gross. So he sprays a little breath spray. In oh, his he mouth. did. Yeah, that's true. He did. So whatever, ha- whatever happened to breath spray? Like people don't use that anymore, right? Like no, because anybody- no, we came out with the um, this mint, the little sheets, the little the sheets of paper. Sheets? Yeah. Oh wow, yeah, those are good. I haven't seen a Listerine strip in some time though. Because yeah. you know what? I think it was like kind of like ecstasy, and they were like, maybe we shouldn't do this. Let's <laughs> see. So, yeah, he just gives himself a little spray, like. So uh, I don't know, like imagine this day and age, like you're just like on a Tinder date or whatever the kids do these days <laughs> and someone gives themselves a little breath spray. I would think he was like doing some, I was like, oh, is that got THC in it? Is that like a... Yeah. I would pop an Altoid personally. Well, I'm just like, he just like sprays breath spray. I'm like, yeah. what the, like this is a lot. That was a thing back then though. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's interesting. Like I remember... Uh, like I feel like when you use an Altoid, it's not as weird. Mm-hmm. But like one time, right before a date, I did mouthwash, and mm. I like when I it was a guy I'd been seeing for a bit. So like we kissed right when we saw each other, and he was kind of like, "Whoa, that's really minty." And I was like, "Oh, You're I really just, fresh." Yeah, I was like, "Oh, I just use mouthwash." Like I brush my I, I brush my teeth, dude. Like he was a little on, shook, but like the Altoid <laughs> isn't as. Uh, in your face. Yeah, the Altoid is perfect. Yeah, it, it the Altoid is. It, they're they're yeah. I'm just curious if breath spray like works well. 
not as curiously strong as Altoids. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go like check out Breath Spray and see if there's anything special about it that maybe it really does work and we should bring it back. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> Stephanie expresses her discomfort by saying that she just doesn't like this place. She's like, this isn't the plaza. <laughs> Uh, Damon doesn't get it. This is like the most romantic motel parking lot in town. He tells her that he thinks they have a lot in common. The same line that he used in the previous day's episode of Days of Passion. And also like they haven't even spoken. They have big hair. Right. That's like all they have. No, exactly. What could he possibly (laughs) think? Even if she is 16, what could they possibly have in common? Well, they... Big hair. One is in high school. He went to high school. Oh, true, oh, you true. know what, Anna? When you put it that way, no, I, okay, that checks out. They both live in Toronto. Mm-hmm. They're both Caucasian. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, They're damn. both 80s hot. <laughs> <laughs> the gravity of the situation finally sets in for Stephanie, and she tells him that she wants to go home right now. Damon denies her request oh and tells God. her that <laughs> she knows what this is all about. Uh. <laughs> uh. Smartly, <laughs> Stephanie jumps out of his car and yells, stay away from me or I'll scream. He just keeps going like, come on, be quiet. Be qu- oh, my God. Right. Damon approaches her slowly, telling her to be quiet. Finally, Stephanie tells him that she's not 16, she's 14. And apparently Damon has limits when it comes to raping children. He's got to get out of here. <laughs> That's the key word. I know. <laughs> he fucking books it. He drives off without even closing the car door. He's just like, I'm fucking out of here, 14. Right? He was like, as soon as I drive forward, that passenger car door will shut. It's fine. <laughs> a lot happens in those two years that makes yeah. it really appropriate mm-hmm. to have a relationship with a 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephanie continues to scream that all of her friends know where she knows that she's out with him tonight. Yes. And so he better not touch her. Tell him. Oh, my God. Okay, so it's so interesting because, like, if this happened today, mm-hmm. like... I would hope she would have, like, fucking live-streamed it or something. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Right. She would have got on her phone right then. Yeah. Like, this asshole, I think, would have been taken down. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you think about it back in the 80s, like, no wonder, obviously, women didn't come forward. Because, like, you really think if a 14-year-old came forward and said this Mm -hmm. and he denied it, like they wouldn't believe her. They just I mean, wouldn't not yeah, believe her. Yeah, came over. They're like, he's she's obsessed with me. Yeah. She went yeah. to my signing. But also, mm-hmm. I don't think anyone would care. Like, right? Yeah. You know, I I I do think like I remember being younger and talking to Crystalia, being in the pop punk scene specifically. There was a lot of fucked up shit going on there, and and it was like. You know, mm. a lot of fucked up shit happened. So who did you get with from My Chemical Romance? Can you name names? I See, I didn't. See, here's the thing. Here's what I was going to say about this whole situation is I would have ended up in this type of situation. Mm-hmm. But I was just, you know, a gremlin in high school. So You're like, so I was never asked. <laughs> well, thank- thankfully, thankfully, I was not attractive enough to be. No, that's terrible. Well, because, yeah, this is the thing is, like, if I think back to, like, 
okay, would have I would have, yes. Yeah. Absolutely would have. Right. And it would have been on the adult man yes. to be like, yeah, this is not okay. But as a teenager, I would have been like, yeah, this dude's famous. Like, yeah, he's so Oh, hot. yeah. Right. And and from my perspective, like, I actually wouldn't have been as smart as Stephanie. And I probably would have been like, yeah. And then been an adult and looked back and been like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh no. Oh, Same no. Jesse. One hundred percent. Like I, I think back to like going to Warp Tour and like mm-hmm. doing like the uh, waiting in line for autographs and shit. Mm-hmm. And if you know somebody from fucking Good Charlotte had yeah. given me their oh, phone okay. number, right. uh, let's just say they wouldn't be married to one of the Duffs. <laughs> well, yeah, I was like, well, I no. Here's the thing. She was a fucking teenager when they got together. Like this is the whole thing. Wait. Hillary Duff was like under 18 when she met one of the dudes from Good Charlotte. And then they uh, waited till she was 18 to come out that they were in a relationship. So. How old is he, though? Yeah. They don't feel that because they're so married, oh, right? They're old. They're old. Mm. Yeah. They were like 25 being like teenagers. Ugh. Wow. We're singing about high school. I didn't get picked in gym class. Oh, my God. Yeah. Trick. <laughs> I, I still love that song. <laughs> No, I mean, I think that I actually, I do remember, like, remember, I'm, I I don't know that I want to, like, call out bands specifically by name. Why? Are they listening? <laughs> because I don't want to go down those roads, but do you remember, Carly, when we went to Warp Tour and that one musician, like, pulled his pants down and showed us his rubber ducky boxers and we were I was like 16 and you were like 14 you know and I feel like I took a picture of it with a disposable camera there was a picture and I framed the picture and I thought it was fucking hilarious coheated cambria (laughs) who did this no oh god don't bowling for soup I didn't okay I remember seeing coheated cambria but I did not meet coheated cambria I think it was from Autumn to Ashes. Okay. I think it was too. Yeah. Oh boy. So, Like, yeah, I specifically remember that. And I also remember when I was like 16, 15, 16, I went to a thing called Skate Fest with all these pop punk hardcore bands. And I remember going there as like a 15, 16 year old and being like, ooh, look at this like cute 15, 16, maybe 17 year old band guy Mm -hmm. who I was interested in. But a guy in his like early 20s, like kind of clinged on to me a little bit. Mm -hmm. And there's pictures of him with his arm around me. And but my mom was there. So it's (laughs) nothing happened. Is that the did I did we go there too? But you you, we left early. No, you didn't go to that. You didn't go to that one. This was like a specific situation where I remember like being like thinking this like younger, younger pop punk guy was cute. But then this much older pop punk guy was like kind of like in my my business. But I was like too young. And also my mom was there. So like, thankfully, nothing happened. Well, no, I remember remember going to shows with you, (laughs) Jesse. And there was a time where a guy from like somebody's band that we were going to see like hit on me and we would like talk on MySpace. Yeah. Or like AIM or whatever. And he was definitely in his 20s and I was like 14. Yeah. And it was like, come visit me. And I was like, well, I don't drive. So like yeah. my mom would have to bring me like, yeah, sir, how is this okay? What are you doing? 
Yeah, and I I feel like I didn't know that that was happening. No, I didn't. Yeah, no, I remember thinking <laughs> I like, like I'm very this, mature for my age, so this I, is appropriate. Well, I also I don't think that I knew he was even that old. Right. <laughs> so I think he was older than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he looked very young. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, as like a teenager in like the pop punk emo scene, which is at this point pretty infamous for like grown-up men yeah. you know peter pan syndrome with skater shoes just on. just like yeah. going for these young teens like that was very acceptable i even like remember somebody who was a friend i'm not naming names here because i'm not trying to you know nobody listens to this fucking podcast but i'm not trying to cause any <laughs> thanks problems. for being on anna no one listens uh, <laughs> i mean i'm disappointed <laughs> then drop some bombs like so oh well, no this person never got famous nothing nothing like that was dating like a fucking 15 year old when he was like 22 and i remember being like like thinking that chick was a like loser teenager kind of like oh she's so dumb and then as an adult i look back and i'm like why the fuck was he dating a 15 year old what the fuck yeah so like let's the actual mentalities of of people from like and we're talking as far back at this point as the 80s, but like in our lives, this is like the early aughts kind yeah. of situation of like adult men going for teen girls. Well, I mean, you know, Chris D'Elia, mm. the comedian. I don't know who that is. He was like, oh, oh, no, I do uh, know who that is. Okay. Yeah, that was his whole angle yeah. in you as well. And then it was like, which was oh, so this is scary. Actually, real life. Wait. Actually, who you are. Wasn't he also on Workaholics? I don't remember. As a pedophile? I think someone did say that. Like, he always yeah. plays, like, these roles, which is, like, how weird, how confident is he to, like, be like, whatever, I'll get away with it. It's fine. Mm. But then you also, you look back into, like, the, like, 70s, the, um... The rock scene. Oh, yeah. There was entire magazines dedicated to teenage groupies. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it was very out there. Like, I'm a grown man, quote unquote, dating a teenager. Well, yeah, you look at the whole runaways and like. Yeah. And just like these girls were like 15. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Mm, I think the movie Almost Famous, I think, isn't she like 15 in mm-hmm. that movie? I don't remember. Yeah, so. But yeah, I guess. So, so I mean, we're we're looking back at this time period, and this was wrong but accepted, and it continued to be accepted mm-hmm. up until like very recently. People yeah, finally started being like, "Hey, that's fucked up." Like- right, because like clearly in this scenario in this world of Degrassi, yeah, Stephanie is not Damon's first prey. Like, oh no! Yeah, there's no way this is the first time this ha- this happened before, and it will continue mm-hmm. to happen. And like he, regardless of if she like came out about it or not, he would have continued to get roles and yeah. continued to be famous. So oh yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't think like even though this is clearly wrong, I don't think anything would have been done about it, even if like. Because later on, I'm like, why didn't her mom call the cops? Right. Because what would well, it, we didn't we didn't even get any of that. We just had her like yeah. crying and being yeah. like, yeah, mom, I made a mistake. And that was it. Right. Yeah. yeah so I don't think anything would have been done. I think this is just like, yeah, the, this is actually somewhat progressive. 
Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of a thing. Truthfully. Yeah, yeah, no, truthfully, yeah. But so, yeah. Thankfully, I was never actually in a situation like this because I probably would have gone along with it. Yeah. And probably would have been an same. adult now. Like, fuck, that's not cool. Hashtag same. Yeah. All right, so we're back at the department store. <laughs> Lucy tries to take the blame for the stolen goods. Vula had nothing to do with it. She wanted to put it back. But they'll discuss that down at the station. I like how Lucy says, honest. Honest. Scout's honor. That was a thing that like people used to say on TV all the time. Honest. Honest. Mm. I've never heard a person in real life say honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Stephanie calls her mom from the motel front desk crying and asks her not to be mad because she did something really stupid and needs a ride home from the motel. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm just glad that she actually called her mom. Yeah. Yeah, me too. That actually, I was like, well, this is a nice moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. I will say, I will say this entire scene gave me like clueless vibes. Okay, I was at this party and my designated driver tried to attack me. So I got out so he'd stop. But then he drove off and deserted me. And then this guy with a gun held me up, took my money and my phone and he yelled at me and he forced me to roll my dress. It did. No, I, no, no, no. I was I, totally there with you, Jesse. It made, gave me mm-hmm. the same. Like some fucking, some fucking asshole just left me here because I wouldn't fuck him. Can you come get me? Like he left me in a bad neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> All right. So um, apparently Vula's mom is alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just, mm-hmm. they just didn't want her to have lines because women from old country should be seen and not heard. <laughs> I was so excited to see Vula's mom in the I flesh. know. Vula is pissed that she ever helped Lucy. She thought Lucy was sophisticated, but she's just dumb. Mm-hmm. Lucy wishes Vula luck as her parents begin to scold her. To no one's surprise, the police haven't been able to track down Lucy's parents, but she will be charged this time. Oh. And then, I, I don't know if you heard this, but like as if Vula's dad is the soup Nazi, he's like, <laughs> no more Lucy for you. <laughs> <laughs> No, Lucy, you got some explaining to do. No, (laughs) Lucy, for you. Oh, no. All right, so you definitely read this as, like, Lucy, cry for help, parents, pay attention to me scenario. Oh, yes, that's 100% how I read it, yeah. Because, like, I know that that's not how they were necessarily portraying it, but, like... As I'm, you know, I've done so much therapy and research and shit. I'm like, oh, this is, she's emotionally neglected so clearly. Yeah. Um, Everything she says about like, I'm independent and it's fine. I'm good. Like, it's like, oh, girl, you are being emotionally neglected so hard. Right. Heather is all I told you so about Damon being a creep Mm -hmm. as Stephanie tells the twins about the fucked up experience that she had and how he used the same line on her as he said on TV. Turns out the things on TV can be really creepy in real life. Mm-hmm. especially when it involves a child instead of an adult. Yes. <laughs> you know what? I'm 45 and you're 14, but we have a lot in common. Yeah. You know? like, we were yeah. both born. Mm-hmm. We were both 14 at some point. <laughs> we breathe air. We drink yep. water. We have so much in common. 
We're both homo sapiens. <laughs> they asked Steph how her mom reacted, and she admits that she wasn't as mad as she thought she would be. They had a talk about getting into risky situations because it's obviously the teenage girl's fault. Yeah, she didn't call the cops. She no. She was just like, you know, Don't whatever. do that again. Don't do that. Yeah, just just don't be risky. Like, I feel like she was, I, I guess we didn't see her, but uh-huh. I bet she was madder when Wheels bought the condoms. Like, yeah, she yeah, was like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this creep. Yeah, okay, yeah. But the way Steph interprets this is that she actually understands her mom now when she's like, don't get into risky situations. Doesn't she say that every time? Probably. Yeah. (laughs) Probably. But anyways, in the end, Steph was lucky that she got away before anything really bad happened. So um, that's, that's good. But yeah, it's not Steph's fault. It's not. No, no, it's not. It's obviously not like... This dude is a creep, even mm-hmm. if she was actually 16. Yep. Huge creep. That's gross. Still uh, totally inappropriate, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't I don't actually know how old he was, but he looked very old. Mm-hmm. But he was definitely too old to be going yeah. with a 16-year-old, so. 100%. And then she's like, I'm 14. He's like, I'm out. Like, okay, yeah, but. 14 and 16 is not that big a difference you fucking creep like no this is a no. purely like i will get arrested i'm going like, yeah yep yep, yep. So. Hmm. lucy says hi to vula who tells her that she's not allowed to speak to her anymore she is wearing the ugliest fucking vest i have ever seen oh you sent an image of it oh no Oh, and now I have to see that picture of him again. (laughs) She is wearing the ugliest effing vest I've ever seen. That is a pretty wild vest for sure. You know what's crazy? She is literally dressed like someone in Bushwick in New York right now. Oh my (laughs) god. That's Williamsburg. I mean, there are definitely people here in Brattleboro who will dress like her, and I don't get it. Guys, can we okay, I know we're all millennials and we like our skinny jeans and, and we've got side parts and all that. But like, it's just wild seeing the kids these days and they're fucking, some of the things they are wearing. They've decided the ugliest things that anybody ever wore is like their aesthetic at this point. Yeah, I am saying yeah. like, am I, I, I don't I, want low riders to come back. Don't don't make us. I don't no, 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 no. Oh, God. No, <laughs> no, definitely. Like, I, I definitely have like a very artsy hipster scene in my town and they dress nice. Um, mm-hmm. They would wear this vest. And yeah, I, I, it's bad. It's bad. We know this is bad. They know it's bad. What are we doing here? <laughs> Lucy apologizes and tells her that she was being dumb. She has to go to court this time, and her absentee parents think that she's a spoiled brat Mm -hmm. for doing this when all they've done for her. Mm -hmm. Leave her home alone all day, every day. Yep. And this is is the sad part is she thinks maybe they're right. Like, yeah. She's like, I deserve that hard sushi. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's honest. It's like the same thing as like, you know... my mom used to be like, like, you have nothing to complain about. You have a roof over your head and there's mm-hmm. food on the table. Like, you have nothing to complain about. I don't say that. And it's like, yeah. oh, 
um, there's a lot of neglect happening here. Right. So I have like emotional needs. You, like, did you did you know that? You know, mom. Like, even though I know at some point I didn't want to be hugged anymore, that didn't mean you had to stop hugging me for the rest of my life. Right. So uh, let it out, car. Let it out. <laughs> and she's dead now. I can't. It'll be okay, it. Lucy. Aww. Anyways, I'm fine. Do I? You know, I feel for Lucy. Okay, I do. Yeah. No, I mean, I do think that 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 was a big mentality. I do think like our so our parents were like raised by the silent generation Mm. who thought that like they really suffered. Mm -hmm. And then they I, I, I don't know. There's this whole generational thing of like, I really suffered. No. I really suffered like on and on and on Mm -hmm. and they would look at you when you had something to say about anything about your life and be like no you don't know what suffering is until your dad hits you like grandpa hit me right I'm like whatever take that (laughs) yeah so you should be grateful you have it as good as you have it type Mm -hmm. of yeah there was a lot of that going on. Although yeah. the weird thing that I noticed about boomer parents is they like oscillate between like my parents were strict and they would s- s- slap me and slap me around. Mm-hmm. But then they'd be like, I worship my parents. Yeah. I worship them. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is this? Like, I know that you're just saying that to make me feel bad. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not worshiping you enough. Yeah. You worship them because they died pretty early on because, like, all they drank was fucking Diet Coke. Not even Diet yet. Coke. <laughs> they lived Coke. on Coke and cigarettes. And it had cocaine in it. Yeah. Yeah. They, like, oh, cocaine and cigarettes are fucking... dead by 70. So, yeah. like, yeah, I guess. Yeah, they were taking, like, mill, mill towns and shit. All right, just, Anna. Yeah. You just said dead by 70. My parents did not make it to 70. So. <laughs> No, 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 not our parents, their parents. Yeah, their parents, yeah. No, I know, but like their, in uh, my in my family, their parents did make it. Yeah. Uh, like almost every one of them made it to their 80s and uh, my parents were like, nah, we're cool, bye. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna die now. Yeah. You have very, very unique circumstances. I'm true. Say, yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's why i'm like identify with lucy so much i'm like girl i get it just because you have just because your parents buy you things doesn't mean that they're being good parents i i mean i just think that it was a very like a very common situation for like actually i mean we're talking about way back though like this isn't even our generation but in our generation there was still this mentality of like i give you everything yeah what why are you upset? Like, what could you possibly want? Yeah, like love, that, right? Affection. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, right? And so, I definitely like feel for her that she's like, well, I have these, you know, sophisticated clothes, but like, mm-hmm. I don't have any family support, right? Whatsoever. You're not right. home. You don't give a fuck, like. Exactly. She's yeah. acting out for their attention, right? Like, clearly, right. Okay, anyways, um, they want, okay, so her parents want them to go to family counseling, mm. but Lucy knows that her parents don't actually have time oh to go God. to family counseling, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vula, the <laughs> ultimate friend, asks Lucy if she wants any help with studying, but she's not allowed to talk to her, though. 
But Vula will talk to her parents about the emotional neglect that Lucy's parents (laughs) (laughs) inflict on her. I know you make me make you dinner every night, Papa. And mom is apparently alive, but I haven't seen her in like 12 years. Mm -hmm. And girl does not know how to cook, apparently. Listen, you you get it, right? And Papa is like, yes, back in old country, we had this type of parent. We stole for bread. I understand. So, yeah. Vula says her parents will understand once they're not so mad anymore. I like that Vula did that, though. Like, I was like, you know, Vula, because first I was like, Vula's being real fucking uncool about this whole moment. (laughs) No, this is the thing is, like, Vula is a down-ass friend. Vula will stick by your side way longer than she has to because she was best friends with Stephanie and yeah. Stephanie treated her like a fucking asshole. So Well, that's the thing. Vula will like go through the ringer and like deal with her shit and be like, dude, don't do this. And you do it anyways. And she's like, fuck you. But then in the end, she comes back around like, yeah, but I still love you. Let's be friends. Like mm-hmm. that's her whole thing. She's yeah. got a strong sense of herself, that Vula. She does. Not a strong sense of fashion, but a no. strong sense of self. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> All right. What did you rate this episode? I personally, I gave it four chef's kisses because mm. there was a lot of very extreme lessons in this episode. Mm. So I went with four. I would say I gave it four out of, four point five out of five chefs kisses. Oh. I I thought this was like a very entertaining episode. There was a lot of drama, mm-hmm. a lot of fucked up shit. Yeah. I uh, of the ep- like, yeah of the episodes, this was definitely up there. So I like this one. Anna, what do you think? Uh, sure, I'll give it out of five. Out of four. That was four. All right, four chefs four kisses. Four out of five. All right. All right. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> so so what are we talking about next week, Carly? Next week, we are next week. Okay, let's be honest with ourselves. Next time. Next time we're <laughs> yeah. talking about season one, episode ten, smoke screen. Ooh, now this I'm curious. Yeah. Buckle up. <laughs> All right, smoke screen. All right. So, yeah, Anna, do you have any social media to plug? I do. Woo! Well, we have somebody who wants to plug their social media. This is a first in, like, a Finally. really long time. All right. Oh, <laughs> no, okay. Everyone's like, don't um, fucking look me up. <laughs> Fuck you. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm at the Anna Tyler Moore Show is my insta handle and then i also am a co-host of a podcast called professional friends which is just at professional friends podcast where it is a round table with four new york comedians talking about life hijinks and unemployment Mm. so sit back and let us wash all over you (laughs) i i highly recommend professional friends Mm -hmm. i really enjoy it i really enjoy listening to it if you're looking for a uh less long-winded podcast than this one (laughs) they're easy breezy 30 minutes just as long as the actual episode of degrassi you watched (laughs) yes it's literally it's a quick one you got time for it it's very fun so highly recommend professional friends you can like get through all of them by the time we release this next episode (laughs) (laughs) honestly so please do all right what about you carly oh um i'm i'm still banking on uh the real nick furry Mm -hmm. with um underscores between each of the words uh because my cats are really cute I mean, or you can follow at, at Carly Joe Gear, but like, you know, she doesn't post anything. But the cats, they, they, they post every now and again. <laughs> 
All right. You can follow me on Instagram at Monday Night Rar and on Twitter at Jess A. You can follow us at A Social Disease across social media platforms. Oh, and also rate us. Yes, please. Rate us. Subscribe. Do all that shit. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me. Bye. Bye. And once again, we're your hosts, Jesse Mack. And Carly Joe Gear. And this has been A Social Disease Podcast. Thanks for listening. <laughs>